0: I've had this vision in my own mind for my future is mm-hmm. to you know have faith with fitness and to be able to bring those two together and use it as ministry because i think that you know if you can work hard in the gym which takes a lot of work like it takes so much work to get in shape and push yourselves mm-hmm. um, then you can do the same thing for a relationship with christ
1: at solid rock personal training we are on a mission to help individuals transform their lives we do this by having fun in our workouts building relationships with the people we work out next to and by having the best coaches to make sure your form is perfect our heartbeat is love god love people and we show our love by helping people look good move well and feel great all right team we're here with coach brock i'm coach gabe i'm with coach brock one of our
0: newest coaches at
1: solid rock what's up i'm coach brock yeah say hello hello how's your day going so far
0: dude it's been good it's been good to hit a workout i was sleeping a little bit today which was nice so yeah, you just got good. done with school right yeah just yeah. got out a couple days ago about five days ago so just chilling now do you have any plans for summer break <sighs> just working here really getting you know i've been working here for a month and a half now two months a little bit over that um so i'm just really getting in the flow continuing to grind continuing to get better at what i do and uh just using that time to make myself better. So. Yeah. How have you, have you how's this past
1: one month and a half been for you so far? Dude,
0: It's been good. I've grown so much, not only just as a coach, um, but as a person, like I've kind of found myself getting complacent and working hard. I've always had a hardworking like mentality and um, everything. I was never really given that much as in like anything. So I always had to work hard for whatever I want to do, whether it was school, uh, just having to study, get knowledge, all this type of stuff, uh, even into working out in faith. I mean, that's a hardworking thing, but uh, I feel like I got complacent with that, getting into college, getting into COVID, all that type of stuff. It's like, oh, I can sit back, kind of do what I want to, you know? Um, and then I realized I was like, all right, yeah, like life is not just be lazy. Like you got to kick yourself back up here and mm-hmm. get back into gear. So yeah. it's been good.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. What's been your favorite part about the actual day-to-day job of being
0: a coach of Solid Rock? Well, I'm a huge people person. I love people. Um, it's probably my favorite thing. Just ever well, since a while back I have a whole you know story there, but I do I just really love people. Um, so getting to see different people every day, getting to hear their stories, why they're in the gym, you know, how their day went. I mean, there's a different story every day. You can come in Monday, talk to the same person that you talked to on you know, Saturday on a workout. And they're going to have entirely different stories for that day. And just getting to talk to them and uh, be there and stuff like that. I think that's really interesting and just really uh, an awesome thing to have a relationship. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Hey, we build a relationship. It's all rocking. You're doing a good job of it. So we're going to ask you a few questions. We're going to get to know Brock today. That's the...
0: Let's go. Let's get to know him. That's
1: the intention of this podcast. (laughs) So first question is, how did you... How did you find out about Solid Rock? We're out here on a farm and we're next next to cows. Like, how did you find us? How did you learn about us? Like, what what happened there?
0: So crazy thing, I had a a pretty tough class this last semester called Anatomy. And I went to, uh, so on campus, we have this thing called a BCM. Uh, It's just like a coffee shop there. They have Mm -hmm. a haystack. And one of the guys that was working there, I figured, you know, again, I love people. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, there's nobody in haystack like ordering coffee. I'm the only one in there studying. I was like, will you take a break? I'll buy a coffee from you guys if you help me study for like 30 minutes and just do this. And so he was like, "All right, cool." So he came and sat down. He kind of asked me about why I was in anatomy, why this was my major, why this, why that. And I told him I was like, "Okay, here's kind of my plan for the future." And you know, as we talked, he was like, "Oh, well, have you been like you said you're kind of trying to find different gyms and stuff like that?" And at the time, hadn't even been looking for a job just in, in the main part, looking for a better gym to go to mm-hmm. um, and he was like, oh, there's this place called Solid Rock. Um, you know, I've had some friends tell me about it and stuff. He said, I haven't gone. I'm moving soon, so I won't be able to go, but he said, you should check it out. So he sent me on Instagram the link to Solid Rock and I checked it out I went through the page. I was like, oh, this is so cool because it's like a faith-based gym. I mean, that's what we got to talk about. And then I realized I was like, oh, there's a thing that says we're hiring. So I checked it out, did some research, did some praying for a little bit. Spent about two weeks praying over it and then decided that was something that I wanted to uh, try to pursue on that. So Mm -hmm. it was really cool. It was definitely a God thing. Yeah. And what does that, you know,
1: you talked about faith-based. What did that mean to you before coming to Solid Rock? And what what does that mean to you now with like a faith-based fitness?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I've never really seen faith in fitness. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I've grown up around a lot of people... And different aspects I've grown up around people who you know claim faith don't really know faith I've claim people who claim fitness don't really know fitness you know like wherever, wherever aspects there's so many different kinds of people but I've never seen the two together I've never seen people pursuing their faith with their fitness and that's something that you know when I was talking to the guy that's something that I've had this vision in my own mind for my future is mm-hmm. to you know have faith with fitness and to be able to bring those two together and use it as ministry because I think that you know, if you can work hard in the gym, which takes a lot of work, like it takes so much work to get in shape and push yourselves, mm-hmm. um, then you can do the same thing for relationship with Christ. Like it's just very on branded. I mean, it's never said that it was going to be easy to follow Christ. It's simple, mm-hmm. but not easy. And so I think if you can do one, you're kind of set to know the hard work and the like ideals to do the other. So when I saw that people were doing that here, in the community of love and that it was like something that's not taboo to talk about in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like you're in a society that, you know, you go so many places, you can't talk about Jesus because there's just so many things keeping you from it. Like if you mention that name, there's going to be a, you know, pitchfork with fire on them wherever you go. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting to just not have to worry about that. It's one less thing to have to worry about. And I feel more comfortable and feel like I can actually, you know, pursue my faith while I'm working out, which is really sweet. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. That's awesome. That sounds close. good. So you, you find out we're a faith-based gym, you submit an application or a resume. Mm-hmm. What, are the, what did it look like after that? Dude,
0: I, uh, I really, so after that, I mean, we went through like this whole interview process and stuff, but I honestly had no clue what was happening. I got a, a reach out from Derek and he said, Hey, let's hop on a zoom call soon and kind of talk about some stuff. And I'm, You know my kind of mindset on the whole interview process was like okay don't prepare because i don't want these people to see somebody who's not me i don't want somebody like i want all my feeling or like all what i say to come from natural and like straight off the to the tongue and all this type of stuff and so i was like okay hopped in the zoom call and it was just so cool i mean he just asked me kind of about my fitness journey faith journey and it seemed like you know as i got to meet with you and derek Mm -hmm. um it was just really cool to be able to see that you guys cared about personality and stuff like that. And I felt like I got to be me through the interview process and, you know, came in, got to do some workouts and got to meet the people. And I, I didn't even tell people I was a coach, which was fun or that I was, uh, I had gotten the job and was going to be a coach, but I came in and everybody was like, who's this new guy? I mean, I could see some like weird eyes looking around cause everybody here kind of is really tight already, which is awesome. Yeah. But then, you know, people would be like, all right, well, I'm you know, I'm so-and-so, what is your name? And I'm like, I'm Brock. And I just kind of smile a little bit and go on. And then we kind of go on through our day, I'd meet him. And then it was really funny. I got to put on the uniform and everybody's like, what? Like you're the coach, you know, it was really fun. Yeah. So.
1: yeah. You said something about how we care about personality. So mm-hmm. I know your personality, Derek knows your personality. A couple people you've coached know your personality. How would you describe your personality as someone who's never met you before?
0: Dude, I think, so this is one of those questions we used to ask this with our friends. We used to be like, what are the three traits that describe you most, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think over time, I've kind of just learned that redeemed is a really good word for all these types of things, personality-wise, because whether you're looking at uh, faith, fitness, uh, even who I am character-wise, like being redeemed, I didn't used to be an extroverted person. I didn't used to be outgoing. I used to actually struggle a lot with, you know, being in a really dark place and stuff. And, you know, through a lot of different things that happened in life and obviously, you know, God pursuing me, uh, I just started getting out of that. So my personality, my character, just being able to meet people and love people where they're at and, you know, kind of understand where they're at and have this joyful attitude, both comes from God, but also just comes from, you know, being redeemed myself through time Mm -hmm. and just kind of building on that. Like it, it wasn't easy to become extroverted. So I think that's the biggest thing in my personality is like no matter where you look at, Uh redeemed, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a good word right there. Dang.
0: So you
1: submit an application, you go through hiring process. Let's talk about your first week on the job. Hmm. What was the hardest like about your training process? What was the hardest part about that first week? And then what was the most fun part about that first week?
0: (laughs) Hardest part. So it's so funny, we have this, you know, long coaching manual with everything and I was like, okay, I'm supposed to read all this. So I read every word. (laughs) of the coaching manual. It's a long little packet. And uh, I went through it and I was like, okay, I got it. And all I did, I came in the first day and Derek asked me, he's like, what is this on the coaching manual? And I was like, oh, I didn't think that one was going to be as important. I was like, frick. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I just realized that I was like out of my element a little bit. I was like, okay, I haven't been working hard in a while. I was like, I got to really kick myself into gear here and kind of just be pushed. I think my favorite thing was definitely the Like coming in and you guys just kind of being like, okay, hey, we're going to do a workout this day and this day. And I was already a part of the team. Like it was just like right off the bat, just kind of got to be involved and have these guys, you know, pushing me to make me better and stuff and get me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the hardest part for sure was uh, (laughs) definitely, I mean, I think, okay, what's funny is uh, you and Derek were talking to me and you guys always thought the hardest part would be like meeting people and going out and talking to them, making sure we make those relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but to me, I was like excited for that. All the hard part was, you know, learning all the memorization of everything, like knowing what the workouts were like remembering all the cues, stuff like that. Yeah. I think that was the hardest part.
1: Yeah. So, What was your favorite part about that
0: first week? Favorite part? Definitely. Um, just getting to come in, again, meeting people, like no matter how you look at it, whether it's from a coaching standpoint or when I was coming in and just doing workouts with people, getting to meet people is my favorite part of that because um, just building those relationships, you only get to meet people one time. Yeah. Like after you've met them once, you don't get to do that. You can hear new stories, you can't meet them again. So getting that first initial, just like, it's like a rush of getting to meet people and just show love um, to others and stuff. and. Get to see their personality and make them smile and stuff like that was yeah. the best part ever so yeah.
1: that's a good word right there that's good did you enjoy coaching the first couple of weeks of doing it like what was your favorite part about that coaching aspect because that's something that we you know value and we um, prioritize here is like our coaching philosophy so mm-hmm. what was that like your first couple of weeks of coaching what was the hard part what was the good part
0: where did that fall yeah so my favorite part of coaching was definitely um, getting to like run around and hype people up. I'm again that also just comes back to the relationships and stuff. But mm-hmm. my favorite part was getting to walk around the gym, just be like, "Hey guys, come on! You've absolutely like you're crushing it. You've got it. Keep it up. Keep your head high. You know, like all this type of stuff." Because you know I've been used to doing that for so long. So that part of the coaching came really natural, and I really loved it. Now I grew up not really like I didn't get taught into fitness like okay, here's the form, all this type of stuff. So the hardest part of coaching for me was coming in and making sure that I had all the form down on everything I did. You know, I still get humbled every day and make sure like, oh, there's a little tiny thing I've been doing um, wrong, but coming in realizing like, okay, you know, squatting, I've been doing that wrong for three years. Maybe that's why my back's been hurting, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And kind of just getting to learn that type of stuff when you get introduced into coaching, that was my hardest part. It wasn't the hyping people up. It wasn't the um, running around and moving, keeping the energy high, but it was the Holy cow, like I can't even do this sometimes myself. And I'm telling other people like, hey, you've got to focus on this. I'm like, dang, I got to do that, too. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, dang. The hardest
1: part and the best part. All right. So we're going to transition now into just a quick couple questions and then we'll get out of here. But at Solid Rock on the staff, we have a set of core values. mm -hmm. We go down that list and we talk about all the time in our social media and just our team meetings and all those kind of things. Which core value do you feel like is
0: your favorite? So I would say it didn't start as my favorite. I would say that my started as favorite was the we build relationships with people and stuff. Yeah. Because I love that. But something that I've really been pushed, especially by Derek, I mean he tells me left and right in all of my decisions, something that I have to work on, which has now made it become my favorite core value is act in faith, not fear. Mm-hmm. Um, just because i've always grown up like okay i'm analyzing every different situation of everything that happens and by the time i've had to make a decision i haven't made one because there's so many different things that i've thought through and i'm like well there's so many different decisions you can make here's what can happen here 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 and i'm just like overthinking everything yeah and i just have to get to a point sometimes i've been telling uh different people now even like guys i'm pouring into and stuff i'm like okay we've got to act in like faith here like you've got to make a decision and that's like we're gonna have to learn from mistakes and stuff like that but we can't learn if we don't make mistakes in the first place. Like there's, there's no way to learn if we don't do things wrong. Yeah. Um, but also you're not going to know if you did something right unless you do it. So acting in faith, not fear has probably become, uh, something that not only I've tried to focus on a lot, but probably my favorite value. So
1: yeah, that's awesome. I think that the cool thing about, you know, my relationship with fitness is so many of the things that I learn inside the gym or just by working out, I get to apply, outside the gym and I kind Mm -hmm. of, I kind of, you know, see my workout time as like a time where God kind of like speaks to me in a certain way. Um, do you feel like the whole learning those principles inside the gym has impacted your life outside the gym at all?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, that's one of those things that when you look at faith, obviously faith being like my, the most important thing ever, but you learn when you're in the gym, like it's something that's so physically tangible to have to push yourself hard. Now, a lot of people get super complacent in faith. I even fall into that. I mean, it's something that the Bible talks about all the time and stuff. And so I think learning that, like, okay, continuing to push yourself in these areas, continuing to do these things, like these values apply not only to working out, but like if I make a decision at home, if I make a decision at college, whether it's on, you know, emailing a professor, and then especially when I make a decision when it comes to like my relationship with God and stuff, mm-hmm. um, those values just carry over so well, um, just to keep in practice and to keep uh, focusing on them.
1: Yeah, 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 that's good. All right, last little piece to this podcast. If you had to give someone one piece of workout advice, this is just your regular, I come three times a week to work out at Solid Rock, and if you had to give that person one piece of advice to improve their life, to improve their quality of just movement, all the stuff, what would you say to that person?
0: Oh boy, um, probably the biggest thing I'd say to anybody, something that I try to focus on a lot, is don't just do one type of thing ever. I see so many people do just arm days, like especially people my age, guys. They're all into this whole just bench press and you know curl, and then their legs are like pencils, you know. And yeah, I mean that's just become a big trend. There's a lot of people who only do running and stuff like that, who you know are just really tiny. There's a lot of people who, you know, a lot of different things, and I feel like getting a mixture and every step is just going to make you overall more healthy like no matter how you're looking at it in movement make sure you're doing strength days make sure you're you know doing cardio make sure you're getting muscle endurance and that's why i love how we have like our set aside days and it's organized to where it is because mm-hmm. everybody can get that and i always i mean i've even told people since i've been here like hey i know you can't usually make that day but you should try to find a way to like come around to get those days in or something like that because it's so important if you miss leg day like you're eventually just going to be built like unproportionately Uh, or if you miss arm days or you miss cardio days, like that's going to hurt your heart and lung capacity and stuff like that. And so my biggest piece of workout advice is to just really broaden your workout horizon, make sure you're doing a lot of different things. Cause I mean, yeah, if you just hit arms, you may have a great, you know, six pack and biceps and, chest muscle shoulder, you may have broad shoulders and you may like the way that looks and stuff, but that's, I mean, just not healthy. And you're going to be so much more able to move by doing other things and like focusing on all those different areas, it's just going to be so much better for you.
1: Yeah. I know I said last question, but we got one more question because you're talking, you're kind of talking about a little bit, but this is just something I've always thought about. But if you had to choose between, I'm going to play to my strengths and put all my effort behind my strengths or work on your weaknesses? Which one do you feel like you do on a daily basis?
0: I put effort into weaknesses. I like to be, again, this kind of just goes back to that last question. Something I've always liked to do is be good at everything I do. So it doesn't matter if it's like, you know, I'm just playing video games with buddies when I was younger or whether it's, you know, working out now or I mean, even the Bible, it just talks about like don't let one of these commandments be lesser than the other and stuff like that. So like, everything, make sure you're good at all of it. And there's a lot of things that people struggle with, but if you can get good at the things you struggle with, like personally, I'm really bad at reading. And that's something I can do math all day. I can do science and stuff like that. Reading, I suck at So I'm having to push myself. I'm trying to read books and just trying to get into faster reading, uh, practicing that stuff. But when you practice those, like you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. If you just push yourself in your strengths, like you may be able to push yourself harder and eventually get to the point where you're pushing out of your comfort zone a little bit, but you're still being comfortable in the fact you're not pushing your weaknesses to become better. Yeah. So I oh, think yeah. it's just so important to work on those weaknesses and make ourselves the best person we can. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Work on your weaknesses.
0: Don't, exactly. don't get to your
1: strengths. Any last words you want to give to the members of solid rock, to the world, to Norman, Oklahoma, any advice, any,
0: anything about
1: you? Any last
0: words? Oh boy. Any last words, man. This is like one of those things that just kind of frees up there. No. Um, If I had to say anything, I would definitely say like, you know, this podcast is to let you guys get to know me better and stuff like that. And, you know, you don't just have to let this be the way you get to know me. Reach out, say hi to me in the gym. I promise you, I've been told like one time in my life that one time and it stuck with me that I may not have been the most like, uh, approachable person ever. Cause everybody else always tells me the opposite. So I like freaked out. I was like, no way yeah. I'm not approachable. What's happening right now? I was like freaking out. And it, I mean, they hit me for weeks, but I, I want to be approachable. So you guys come up to me, say what's up. Uh, I love all of you guys. You guys are the best. It's been awesome coaching you guys. And, uh, I just look forward to meeting more of you and, uh, meeting your friends. So come up to me, say what's up. Let's have a conversation.
1: And don't forget this Saturday at 10 a.m. If you want to, if you want to dunk Coach Brock, oh, he yeah. will be out by the dunk tank. And I'm trying to get as many people
0: to dunk Oof. you over me because I, I really don't think I know people here. I, I mean, we have had dunk tanks at events before. I swear I've thrown a hundred baseballs. I can't dunk it. Like I, I don't know. Maybe my eye-hand coordination's got really bad. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's gonna be able to hit that thing. I don't think they're gonna dunk anybody. So. I'm, I would be happy for somebody to willingly try to do that I just don't think they can honestly so which is it, it's set up this way now but I, I don't
1: know if it'll change but the way it's set up is you get three baseballs for ten dollar donation to doing what I can which is why we're doing the dunk take which is the charity we're kind of help fundraise for but two options you get ten dollars for three baseballs or if you want to just press the button and dunk the coach you, you have to pay hundred dollars oh, so goodness. there is a way to get Dunked. is it gonna be like ice water you know we to make I, it pretty the, cold. the few people i've talked to that that, that i told about this event i have plans to be out in the morning at 6 a.m to just bring buckets and buckets of ice okay so, all right it's definitely i kind of like that it's definitely gonna be a little bit interesting but whew, remember Good that's fun. this saturday if you're listening to this podcast before saturday you gotta come out for our solid rock summer bash but other than that we've gotten no coach brock And we will catch you guys on the next podcast.